Hi, this is Jean-Paul Baran, President of Focus on the Family Canada. For more than 40 years, Focus on the Family Canada has provided Christ-centered resources to help families navigate life's trials. Depression, anxiety, and addiction are just some of the challenges families are facing today. Without you, many would continue to struggle. But with your support, families are provided with thousands of free resources. Help families find the joy of Christ today. Donate at focusonthefamily.ca slash givejoy. And I heard the Lord whispering to me, Do not be terrified by them. Mm. It was like a cold water that came on me, reminding me, God is here. I'm in His hands. Don't worry. Don't look at the situation. I even said to them, I don't like what you're doing, but God loves you, and I choose to love you. That's Virginia Prodan sharing about her persecution years ago at the hands of the Romanian government. Uh, What a woman of faith. And you're going to hear more of her remarkable story today on Focus on the Family, working as a human rights attorney behind the Iron Curtain and all of the miracles God has done in her life. Your host is Focus President and author Jim Daly, and I'm John Fuller. John, last time we enjoyed the first part of Virginia's testimony about being interrogated and beaten for defending Christians in court during the rule of former communist dictator Ceausescu. Virginia came to Christ in her 20s. She was raised in Romania by her aunt. She had a very difficult childhood and didn't know who her mother was until much later in life. Uh, To hear that extended conversation with Virginia, listen to my podcast, Refocus with Jim Daly. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll also provide a link on our webpage. Right, and uh, Virginia is an allied attorney for Alliance Defending Freedom. She's a writer, speaker, and podcaster, and lives in Dallas, Texas. She has three adult children, and her story is captured in a really remarkable book called Saving My Assassin. You can find details about the book and our guest at focusonthefamily.ca. And as we get back into the conversation, Jim asked Virginia about the most profound story in her book about an assassin sent by the Romanian government to kill her. And we'll pick it up right there on today's episode of Focus on the Family. The Lord gave me an assignment, and I want to say it. The more you obey God, God will elevate you to more risky um, assignment. This was an assignment when I received it. I created a pocket in my suit, uh, but I said to the Lord, Lord, if they find out as they interrogate me every single day and they search me, they will be able to kill me right away. But I said, Lord, I trust you. I trust you. And I did that. The next day I went uh, outside. They took me to the interrogation room and they beat me like never before. But you know what? They forgot to search me. <laughs> and that day I was able to give those documents to the American embassy. And by the end of the day, those documents were on the desk of President Reagan, who said I proved to them that the dictator lied even at that point. And President Reagan said, I'm going to take the most favored national status from you. So the dictator created the perfect plan. He sent a new client, an assassin, to kill me. So he, because they had microphones everywhere, they knew about my whereabouts, what I was talking with my assistant. So he came exactly 
in time for my assistant to introduce him to my office. And she said, I'm going to pick up my kids. The minute that he heard my assistant locking the door, he pulled his jacket, took his gun and pointed to my face and said, I'm not here as your client. I'm here to kill you. And he was so joyful. It struck me to the core. But he explained to me, by doing this, he said, I will be number one in President Ceausescu's rank. And he was so happy. I was shaking. Uh, he was 6, 10 feet tall with a gun at my face. I was under 5 feet tall, 82 pounds. I was shaking. I assumed that my face was red. I heard my, my heart in my ears. I was looking at my picture saying my girls will live without a mother. And in all this noise, I heard the Lord saying, share the gospel. And I was thinking, that's my last chance before I leave this earth, to share the gospel mm. with this soul. And I started to share the gospel. And I remember telling him, I know you have a job, but I would love to share something with you. And to my surprise, he said yes. And I started to share the gospel with him. Uh, I, he put the gun down. He noted several times, his uh, shoulders relaxed. I have to tell you that I recited the Bible, not saying the gospel. I recited the gospel mm. to him, and I watched him melting in under God's word. And as I watch him, I'm thinking, when I am done, he's going to kill me. And that stopped my thoughts of Thinking, So I started to say two sentences on my own. And boy, he came back to, I'm here to kill you and so forth. I was so scared. I pray like never before. And the good Lord reminded me the gospel. And I shared the gospel and he accepted Christ right there in front of me. When he left, I don't know how long I stayed there, but I was thinking it happened. Really, in front of me, he is my brother in Christ. And the story doesn't end there. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Tell it, tell it, because people may have to cut out. But yes. tell me what uh, so happened. So years after that, six months or a year after that, President Reagan picked up the phone and said, because he heard about what happened, uh, he, and was afraid that uh, the dictator will kill me, he said, I will make a deal with you. I will give you the most favored national status for one more year if you allowed Virginia and her family to leave today. The dictator said, deal in a month. You will find out in the book that he created another plan to kill me. But I want to say this. I didn't know President Reagan. When you are a child of God and you obey God, he will put the most powerful person in the world to protect your life. That's what God did. I came to the United States. I didn't know a word in English, no money, no friends, no nothing. So I learned English. I went back to law school and I graduated. I opened my law firm and I practiced. And in a few years in my practice, a man comes to my office. He presented his case and he, it was a good case. And I'm thinking, oh, I will take his case as a good case. When he finished, he was very frustrated and said, Virginia, 
don't you recognize me? <laughs> and he showed me his uh, Securitate ID. I thought that I relived again that moment in Romania. It was it so real. You. Yes, yeah. it shook me to the core that I am in front of my assassin one more time and my, by myself again. And he started to say what the Lord is doing in his life. I'll share one, one secret. He is a pastor now. Yeah, he became a pastor. Yes. And I shared what the Lord is doing in my life that I'm writing the book. And he said, let me write a chapter in your book. And he wrote a chapter in my book. In my wildest dream, when I started writing my book, I never thought that one day my assassin would write a, a chapter in my book. That is crazy. That's the way God works. <laughs> That's, the, That's way God the, works. the way. And it's so important to read also his uh, um, chapter because yeah. he explains how as a young person he was attracted by the lies of socialists. Free, 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 free stuff. And he got into socialists. He got into the, the party. And in order to, to go up on, on the error, he, he started to kill people, to put wrong um, documents at their place in order to arrest them or even to kill them. That how socialists created a monster out of him, but he also explained how God redeemed him and what he is doing now. Mm. It's a great, great lesson of how powerful our God is and how to treat people as God's creation, not our enemies. It's such a powerful story, and it does sum it all up. I mean, when you stay true to the Lord... Again, it's not always going to work out perfectly. It may not always work out positively, but you'll be faithful to the Lord. And so those consequences are what the Lord intended. Yes, it's exactly. It's what is true. Exactly. Back to who you are and what yes. you're about. Yeah. At the same time, to have your assassin, to be able to lead that person to the Lord, a lot of Christians, and let me just speak to the Christian community, because a lot of Christians would struggle with that, because in that moment... You're operating out of your flesh so often. Yes. Uh -huh. How am I going to save my own skin? Mm -hmm. You know, uh -huh. uh, what am I going to do here? What do I need to sign? What do I got to do? Exactly. And you buckle. You, you, unfortunately, you give in. Mm -hmm. And in this case, you, you did perhaps the boldest thing that you could do. Can I share the gospel with you? And the man was receptive. Yes. I mean, that's yes. amazing. You have no idea. That's two lives profoundly changed exactly. yours and it's, his yes god saved a boat of us that day he saved me from this man to pull the trigger and he saved him from the evil empire to back to christ yeah. who created him yes what a courageous story you're hearing from virginia prodan on focus on the family in a recent conversation jim daly had with her and be sure to get her inspiring book saving my assassin We've got that here at Focus on the Family, and when you get it from us, you further our ministry and help us present programs like this. So please, stop by FocusOnTheFamily.ca to get the book. This Focus on the Family broadcast will continue in just a moment. No one, especially a child, should ever be bought, sold, or abused. Sadly, this is a reality for many around the world. You can put an end to the abuse and rescue a child from a life of exploitation. Your gift with Dignity Freedom Network can be the promise to a brighter future. Restore freedom and dignity for children broken by injustice. 
Rescue a child now and change a life forever at dfncanada.info. dfncanada.info. Make your strong marriage even stronger with Focus on the Family Canada's new marriage enrichment conferences and retreats. Based on the proven, biblically-based principles that come directly out of the Hope Restored Marriage Intensive Counseling Program, these principles provide couples with practical tools to create a more vibrant, intimate, and loving marriage. For registration details, call 1-833-2-ENRICH or visit enrichyourmarriage.ca. That's 1-833-2-ENRICH or visit enrichyourmarriage.ca. A young mother labeled impure, a shepherd boy considered unclean, Experience Jesus' birth through their eyes this season with Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night. The specially remastered story is only in theaters from December 12th to 17th, including a never-before-seen performance from Andrea and Matteo Bocelli, seven musical performances, and two new monologues. Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night, is the perfect way to celebrate the hope and joy of Christmas. Learn more at fathomevents.com. Thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. Let's resume now with the balance of today's programming. Virginia, let me also ask you, you mentioned it, but you, I mean, you ended up being interrogated frequently and you were beaten and more than one time. Yes. So, Uh I mean, that was just part of your routine and you never gave up. Why not? (laughs) Why didn't you say, okay, enough is enough. I don't want to suffer this physical pain anymore. I don't want to be interrogated. I don't want to be mistreated. Therefore, I'll go along with the society's lies. You know, you remember that I I said you need to know who you are and you need to know who your God is. Oh, I remember. And when you know all this, you know for sure the mission that God gave you. Mm -hmm. And I will say when you know the mission, you are so rooted in in God's God's principle and you your he transforms you. God is not in a business of uh, working on your brain. He transforms you from who you are into a new creation and he transformed me gradually in all this situation and he built in me when I was under interrogation and they would beat my head at the table or my uh, back to the wall and I was not able to breathe, I I look at those people as, first of all, I felt like God was there holding me. I uh, look at them as God's creation. I knew that I was there to show them Christ. And I want to share a story uh when they were beating me so hard, I was full of blood, and I believed that I was at the end of my rope. And I don't know, they asked me to sign that I was crazy, that everything, all the lawsuits that I did, they were just lies and everything, because they want to redeem themselves and the dictator right. in front of. And I kept saying, no, no, no. And I believe I was at the end of my robe, and I heard the Lord whispering to me, do not be terrified by them. Hmm. It was like a cold water that came on me, reminding me, God is here. I'm in his hands. Don't worry. Don't look at the situation. And I started to share what what the God uh, asked me to share. And I even said to them, I don't like what you're doing, 
but God loves you, and I choose to love you. They were turning their heads because they were crying. They didn't know what to do with it. Can't me. manage it. All, only in heaven I will find out who, which one of them accepted Christ, which one of them went to my church maybe later on. Well, like your assassin. Yes, yes. Who became a pastor. Virginia, in that context, let me ask you this. One of the things that, that I've expressed from time to time is that if we attempt as Christians to use the tools of warfare that the world uses, mm-hmm. um, you know, to go back at them, to retaliate, to be angry, to uh-huh. try to fight back with, again, the tools of the world, the tools of our enemy, mm-hmm. Satan, mm-hmm. we're not going to succeed. No. Because, A, we're not good at using those tools as Christians. But when we use God's tools, meaning the fruit of his spirit, joy, love, peace, goodness, kindness, mercy, long-suffering, mm-hmm. These are the characteristics of God. When we use those tools in the most extreme circumstances, like you did, yes, even the most hard-hearted person struggles. Exactly, I believe because of the imprint of God on their heart. Exactly, they they have to turn their face. Yeah, because they cannot believe how you're reacting. Exactly, exactly. It's convicting. Exactly. Let me share you a story that happened here in America. My girls were at public school. They were in the beginning of the school where they didn't know English very much and so forth. So somebody helped them um, work on their you know, school locker and everything. To do the combination. The combination and everything. I believe that that person was a very good person, but maybe there was another one somewhere watching the combination. So one day my my girls came home and said, Mom, um, our Mm. lunch is gone. And uh, you have to come to school and you have to talk with the principal. These people have money and I don't understand why they are doing this. They were all about revenge. You, you, you have to make it right. You have to make mm. it right. And I look at them and I said, um, I pray. And I was thinking, this is a teachable moment. So I said, uh, I pray, Lord, help me. And the Lord put on my heart this. I said, okay. I agree with you that I will go to school, but listen when I will go to school. I will make lunch for you and lunch for the person who is stealing your lunch for three days. And after three days, if that person continues, then I will come to school. But during those three days, I will prepare lunch and I will also ask you and myself to pray for that person. After three days, nothing happened. I mean, after three days, there was no... It was done. It was over. It was absolutely an amazing... Because they were astonished by the way they responded. It sounds like something Joseph would have said to do, right? (laughs) Yeah, but God is giving us in our pain, in our injustice performed by others to us, Mm. an opportunity to, uh, to respond in a Christian way. And that's what I I'm, I'm meant by it's a privilege to yeah. suffer for Christ. If you lose your lunch or you lose your life or you, you are beaten, you know, and you are full of blood. Stand yeah. firm, stand lovingly. Yes. Yeah. That's what I hear you saying. Virginia, right at the end here, let me just ask you to give us in a nutshell kind of the wrap-up statement. When you look at your life at Romania, what you suffered under uh, – Ceausescu, what mm-hmm. happened uh, to your family, 
than coming to the U.S., going to SMU, doing your law degree all over, sitting for the bar in the U.S., becoming an attorney here, which, by the way, that's a very impressive thing to do in a second language. So well done. I First of all, I will say God built my life in such a way that he wants you to see that it's an example for you. I didn't do anything that God has done it in my life. Like I said, I'm a tool in God's hands. I came here, no empty hands, no money. I raised three kids. Uh, I went to law school. My, uh, my daughter, first daughter graduated from SMU like me. My son, my uh, second daughter from Harvard Law School. My son from United States Air Force Academy. They all served the Lord. We receive freedom from others that sacrifice for us. It's our time to sacrifice for freedom and keep the freedom that comes from God, not from anyone else. Also, I want to say, be patient with yourself. You never experience socialists. You never experience persecution. You need to be trained. Don't expect that you do it and you will do it perfectly. You will have one step uh, ahead, two step back. Just get up. Hold God's hands and be courageous, be strong and courageous what he is doing, asking you, watch for him. This is a way, walk in it. Be a helper for others. See what others are doing and your life will multiply, you know, and your courage through others because when people see others courageous, they will be influenced to be courageous. This is our time. And if you don't remember anything at all, remember Ceausescu believed, a dictator, believed that he had my life in his hands. He had everything in his power, an organization, dictatorship and everything, army and everything. And he died 30-something years ago. And I'm still going around the world telling the story of what God has done in my life. Amen. And what God is able to do it. And God brought me here to tell you. And I wrote the book. And I, I have to say, when you read the book, you will understand what I want you to read the book. Because I relive my life in order for you to understand what socialist is and how socialists will change our country. But also, I did it with joy so you can understand how powerful God is, that we do not have any reason to fear anything at all, but to fear God and let him work in us and through us because he is able and he wants, he wants to do those things. And your life will be changed forever. I want to say one thing. Your wildest dream about your life is rubbish, rubbish compared with the dreams that God has for your life. You mentioned a few minutes ago that I went to law school in Romania and went to law school in America. Do you think that when I came to Dallas, uh, Texas at the airport, I thought, uh-huh, I'm going to go to law school here? No, that's the way God builds. And when I go to college and university or any other places, now I tell people, 
this is the way I work as a lawyer in socialist, and this is how I work now as a lawyer in capitalist. This is how you find uh, food in socialist. This is so God created everything. I'm not polite when I'm saying he has done it. That's the way it is. And he wants so much. He loves you so much. You, you can never imagine how much he loves you. But I want you from the bottom of my heart. I am telling you, stay strong. You, your life will be so much better. Yes, you, maybe you lose your job. Maybe you lose your friends. You might lose even your, your family. I lost my family when I became a Christian. They said, you cannot come to our home, our place. You're not part of the family. But you will gain the family, the true family of God. They will stay by you and they will fight with you. You will read in my book stories about so many people from Romania and from outside of Romania. You know, Congressman Frank Wolf, Christopher Smith, Secretary of State, Ronald Reagan that I didn't know, you know. Did I tell you the story about the fact that Ronald Reagan told me that God told him to pick up the phone and call the dictator? That's, <laughs> that's the way God, God works. There's a little detail. A, a little, <laughs> little detail. I, I am a child of God like you. So be encouraged by the story. Oh, I'm not the hero. God is the hero of my story, and he wrote the story in my life long, long before I scribe it in my book. And he's still working on mine, and he wants to work on you, and he is so in love with you. So let's get to work with God. Virginia, you need more passion. (laughs) (laughs) This is awesome. Thank you for spending time with me and with the listeners. I so appreciate it. Thank you for your life. Thanks for staying faithful. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to share God's story in my life. And thank you for so many years that your organization and your ministry invested and is still invested in Christians, encouraging them to be faithful to God. It's all the Lord's, right? Yes. Yes. What a conversation these past couple of days on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly uh, talking to Virginia Prodan. And Jim, there are so many practical takeaways for us today as believers. Absolutely. I mean, she reminds me of Corey Tim Boom, who went through a concentration camp and was persecuted for her faith and then forgiving her persecutors. It's a little different story than this one, but there are some parallels. Virginia had to rely on God's strength to face the trials she's been through, and the joy of the Lord really shines bright in her. And her story is a great reminder uh, today of how much... God really loves us. If you've been inspired by this broadcast, you will love reading Virginia's book, Saving My Assassin. We're getting close to the end of the year, and as I think about the impact that Focus is having through the radio programs and podcasts, counseling, adventures and odyssey for kids, parenting and marriage help, I am reminded of all the good things God has done for over 45 years through Focus on the Family. And I would want to ask you to join us to impact even more people for Christ. There are people who utilize resources from Focus every day, but maybe they haven't supported us financially. Will you step in the gap and help us cover those expenses to help others? We're so grateful that you're listening and getting the help you need. 
Um, that's why we're here, of course. But the truth is, less than 1% of the listeners and viewers engage with us financially, and that is great. I'm grateful for that 1%, but what if we can make it 2%? Uh, let's aim for that so we could do more ministry together. Would you prayerfully consider making today that day that you donate to help others through Focus on the Family? Imagine what your gift could do to help families across Canada if we could together double that support. Thanks for joining the ministry. Yeah, get in touch today to partner with us and get the book when you call 800, the letter A and the word family, 800-232-6459. Or you can stop by focusonthefamily.ca to donate. On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller, inviting you back next time as we once more help you and your family thrive in Christ.